You are now tuned into Progressive Action Radio, the most objective show in America. Hosted by Tramel Thompson, co-hosted by Jamel Wilson, and DJ Damage is on the wheels of steel. You will never know what to expect when thoughts and wisdom unite. People! Get ready. 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 Progressive action is now live. What's going on, cuz? Everybody got to do the live claps, the live in studio claps today. Yeah, we got to keep it live. What's going on with this contract negotiating, cuz? I don't know what's going on, man. Like, it's a lot, you know, they have a lot of explaining to do, man. A lot, yeah, you know, we ain't even get the contract yet. The ballot's going out before the contract. Exactly. You know, they just, you know, they have these pamphlets, these leaflets that they gave out. Brochures. Brochures, yeah. yeah. As they say it is. <laughs> as they say, that they're giving out in the different sections of depots and whatnot, you know? Yeah, they leaking out, you know, a whole bunch of different stuff. and Yeah, and stuff is coming piece by piece. You know, shout out to our seven cent night, for, night differential raise. Exactly, yeah. I got more for a teeth when my tooth fell out. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. A tooth fairy wouldn't even leave me seven cent. Wow. Definitely, you know, you would think, you know, you would think, you know, uh, a kid who gets an allowance gets more than that. You know what I'm uh, of course, seven cent was this slavery time? Didn't I, I say know. this is seventy six percent minority membership? Exactly. And so seven cents supposed to make us happy? Seven cents, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the fools at one ninety five Montague Street. Exactly, real fools, <laughs> real fools. Let's let's get into it fast. Let's introduce our guest today. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. First of all, good evening, everybody out there listening, live listeners. To everybody, this is another show of progressive action tonight. We got a packed house in the studio. I wish y'all could see it. All right. First off, we're running down the line. We got. Uh, Hold on, they could see it. We live streaming. I know. Yeah, I know we live streaming, but I mean, like the ones who are. After tonight, when they you know when they hear it on SoundCloud or whatever, oh, okay. You know? So basically, that's who I'm talking to. Both people. Anyway, we got Mr. Joey Vasquez from TA Surface here. How you doing? How you doing? Clap, cause none of that, man. You go knock this out again. We go be. We, <laughs> we got Mr. Joseph Campbell here, back to Progressive Action. What's up, everybody? And for the first time, the Progressive Action, we have Mr. Ron Griffin here. Progressive action, what's going on, man? Young blood, we got young blood in the building. Oh, yeah, definitely. And from uh, Uptown Map Store, Gun Hill Depot, we have Mr. K. Yeah, Lake. T.A. Surface. Oh, T.A. Surface? Yeah. Oh, okay, my bad. <laughs> so you just up there, okay. <laughs> anyway, we got Mr. Lake up in the building, first time of progressive action. All right, and back to progressive action, we have the retiree, original member of New Directions, Mr. John McCarthy. How's everybody making out? <laughs> And we got Mr. Anthony Staley in the building from the stations department. Um, all right. So we got a packed house up in here tonight. So basically, we are all going to rip this contract apart piece by piece. And this is something that they don't like because basically, they, they, you know, they basically want to pass this uh, contract off, you know, like Eddie Murphy said, the banana in the tailpipe, you know. Yeah. But you this, know, but you want to know what? We got to break it down piece by piece. Want to know why? Why? They're giving it to us piece by piece. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And when they give it to us piece by piece, it's easier to break it down. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? So basically, I want to jump right into it. Now, Mr. Vasquez, you know, since this is, this is your first time of progressive action, right? Yes, sir. Yes, yes, yes sir. it is. So basically, let's, you know, you're from TA Surface and you have 20 years on the job. You have a little bit more time than me. So basically, how do you, how do you feel about this whole thing? Break it down. Well, basically, the contract is just crumbs. 
I mean, they're making it look like, you know, bus operators are getting, you know, the greatest deal in the world. All they're getting is just pieces and crumbs and just a bunch of highlights. Like, you know, when you're talking about Artix, Artix pay going from 25 cents to a dollar, which is a 75 cent raise. At the end of the day, after 20 years, you're going to give back 75 cents. That's a slap in the face. And basically, for what I understand, with that Artic pay now, just like Joe said in his video, what they basically did was they eliminated the wet program in the stations department. So the lead cleaners who get the dollar seventy, what they did was they took seventy-five cents from that and just put it to added it to the Artic pay. So basically, they robbed for Peter to pay Paul. Unreal. How much you think Artic buses should be making, bus drivers? After 20 years, it should be at least $10 an hour. Correct. I agree with you on that. After 20 years. Being nice and being the way MTA pays, it should be at least $5 an hour now. Right. I mean, I personally say they should get rid of them because, first of all, it takes away work from members. Because when you put those buses on lines, it cuts down, it cuts down on pieces of work. Okay. Yeah, and, and in TA Surface, it only, it's only benefiting an extreme few amount of members because it's in one depot and it's on one route in one depot. And people think, you know, they basically put it out there you know, in the contract as if it's going to expand. They're not going to put our ticks everywhere. They'll put SBS everywhere, but they'll put shorties out there everywhere. You know, but basically, if you're going to pay extra for it, sure, pay an extra, and again, I'm being Mr. Nice Guy, pay an extra $2 for it. You know what I'm saying? But, but it should have been that way since back in the 90s when they first got those articulated buses and they and they had them up in the Bronx all these years, you know? Yeah, when JP, you know, I had an argument with him, you know, around December, and he was like, you know what, our ticks should be getting paid $2 an hour. I said, $2 an hour? So $2 an hour should have been, you know, in 96, 97 when they came out, when I got in the job. That's when they should have been $2 an hour. Right. We should have been progressing back then. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's right. So... You know, so what else do you feel about the contract? What else do you feel, you know, like what other surface gains are there? Do you feel that, uh, you know, how do you feel about other surface gains? I mean, um, the night diff is a joke. It's a joke. I mean, you got um, one a dollar forty that has been on, since I've been on the job and before that. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, 20 years later, you're going to give back seven cents. Is you know it's you know it's just typical propaganda that uh, you know they want to sell you you know eyes and water like the now the dental the dental you know they want to raise it up to um, twenty six age yeah age twenty six for dependents yeah I mean it's a good thing but you know you have bits and pieces but when you look at the contract as a whole it's not even worth anything. The, the raise itself is ridiculous. I mean, right now, you can't be talking about inflation rate, inflation rate, inflation rate, when at the end of the day, every single transit worker is underpaid. So if you're underpaid, inflation rate doesn't help you at all. Exactly. And I tell them that. I said, if you 10 feet underwater and you need air and inflation bring you eight feet closer to the surface, you're still going to drown. Exactly. Because you're not, you not at the surface where you need air. The cost of living is the surface. You're swimming on the water. Inflation is supposed to bring you. Inflation only makes sense when you're at the cost of living. 
If you're not at the cost of living, it don't make no sense. So him saying, oh, inflation, 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 and then he embarrasses himself at Gun Hill Road Depot and say inflation and um, cost of living is the same thing. It shows that he don't know what he's talking about. It's just the same thing how I got into an argument at school about with a, with a professor, where a real estate agent and a real estate broker is two totally different people. But they sound the same, but they two totally different people. And, and that's what he's confusing with inflation and cost of living. And by the way, he don't know that. He shouldn't be negotiating our contracts. Exactly. Basically. How you feel about that, Joe? He isn't, he isn't confusing anything. He knows exactly what the hell he's doing. <laughs> um, he thinks that we're too stupid to know. <laughs> I mean, when you think about it, and I was talking to a brother up in uh, Mother Clara Hale earlier today, and, um, and he wanted to discuss some things on the contract uh, privately. So he, he had to move out of state. And, you know, we, we spoke about um, inflation and cost of living and the difference. And, you know, inflation might be what Samuelson says it is. Or at least, you know, maybe he's picking the lowest one out of all the indicators out there. But it's the difference between inflation and the cost of living is that inflation, you know, just devalues your money. But it's the cost of living that drove him out of this state to go live somewhere else. That is everything else besides inflation. So like I said in the video... It's this this it, this thing might be an inflation buster, but it's not a cost of living buster exactly. by any any stretch. Exactly. So how you feel, my boy, Mister Ron, about the the contract yeah. or the inflation and about everything right there? What we just talking about the inflation and the contract? Because you knew like how many years you got? I got three. So I, you, well, I have three in uh in June. You pretty new like me. They they consider us people with three years. We don't know what we doing. We don't know what we talk about. Just be happy to have the MTA patch on us. Pretty much. <laughs> I mean, at this point, you gotta <laughs> listen. If you're just happy to be here, you gotta go home. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not looking for nobody. To just, you know, I'm just. I'm just happy to be here. Like, nah, man. You gotta fight for what you want. I mean, listen. We're already behind the curve in pay. So you want to bring us uh, above the inflation rate? If, like Joe said, if that's what it really is, is if it's 1.6, okay. But we're still lacking, and we're still behind. So at this point, if if I'm five feet in front and Joe's 10 feet in front and he's getting 2.5 and I'm getting 2.5. Yeah. Okay. Well I moved up what now I'm at uh seven point. I mean, yeah, 7.5 and he's at what? 12.5. You're still behind him. He's, I'm still behind him. So I didn't catch up. What I need to do is I need to be able to catch Joe. So I need to get up to at least 10. So even if he's at 12.5, hell, I didn't caught up and I'm damn near there. Yeah. And so now you catch up and you go to what? Another 2.5, so now we're, we're, we're dead even right now. We're, we're sinking, like you said, we're drowning in the water right now. It's, it's in every way from, from wages to health care to protection. I still haven't seen anything about protecting us. There's nothing, in dis nothing about discipline in this. One thing, customer complaints, which they, made, which they made worse. Because as far as I understand, Roger negotiated that a customer com a complaint or a, a fraction, a minor fraction, supposed to get thrown out after a year. They made customer complaints stay on there for three years. So they, they thought did. they was doing us a favor. Well, didn't they get rid of the, uh, the customer complaint department? From what I've heard, because it was just a lot of bogus information coming in. So they just kind of allegedly scrapped the whole thing. And I haven't really been hearing about too many customer complaints, at least on my side. So I don't know if that was actually true or not. Well, check, check the daily news. They probably going to start hiring for that position again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well... <laughs> 
and, and then another thing they did, which which intrigues me, is it says that the customer complaint, the first one you get, will be a, a reinstruction, a so, straight reinstruction, a straight reinstruction. So basically, that's saying no matter what, it's going to be a reinstruction because there are a lot of times where managers will throw out the customer complaints. So now you're putting in the language that it can be a guaranteed reinstruction. Well, I learned something today at the shop store class. What management put in a contract and what they actually practice is two totally different things. So management could be softer than what the contract language say. Of course, yeah. So that's what they said even with the OTO time, OTO time yeah. that it was always capped. Or it was always, you always had to cash out your money in January. But they was lenient towards it and letting people write G2s to do it whenever they want. Mm -hmm. So it was always language in there to do that. So they, they soft. But you can't rely on that because when you run in a business, you can't be flip floppy. Because what if management get upset at something that whoever does and say, you know what? Fuck everybody. We go, go by the language of this contract. But that's mm -hmm. what they want to do. They want to, with, with, with transit, they'll let you get away with so much until it's convenient for them. And then when it's not in their best interest, okay, now it's time to lay down the hammer. Now mm -hmm. let's go by the, the letter of the law. Yeah. And that's what they want to do. They'll give you a leash for a little while, but as soon as you get too far, it's time to reel them back in. Mm -hmm. And that's what they'll do. And that's what they're doing with our sick time and employee availability. They, they got tired of that. So now they, oh, retirees could get this after two years. And, um, but it's a pilot program that says management could cut it out whenever they want, cashing out your sick time. And they touching, they, they, they even got AWOLs on that paper. How's AWOLs a part of an absence? You know what I'm saying? How's AWOLs a part of, the, of an absence, but they touch everything but FMLA. And they can't mess with FMLA because it's federally regulated. Right. right. You know what I mean? Mr. Lake. Yes, sir. Bring that mic closer to you, bro. That's a rookie mistake. Yet. That's a, you'll, you'll be <laughs> back here. You'll never make that mistake again. <laughs> what's up? What's up? Chilling, right. man. How you feel about this contract? Because you was very vocal towards Samuelson. He hey. said something that made me laugh. Hey, I don't know where you from, but yeah. I'm from Brooklyn. I said he shouldn't have said that because he go talk about Garrison. See, if you knew his history, yeah. he's from Garrison Beach. He grew up in the house. He lived in the house he grew up in. So that house been paid off Long about a trillion time. times. You know what I'm saying? A trillion times that house been paid off. Yeah, because he, so, he is 50 years old, yeah. 49, 50 years old. So you live in Garriston Beach. Your house is paid off. You don't have the issues that the average transit worker have. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So explain explain how you feel about the contract. Well, I feel... Um, Bring yourself closer to the mic, bro. Well, I mean, if anybody saw the video, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty clear how where I stand on it. Um, these guys are going around, they selling this contract like they're car salesmen. You know, they only pointing <laughs> out, you know, oh, we beat inflation. That's his, that's Samuelson's claim to fame to this uh, contract. We beat inflation. But again, like everybody here said, what about the cost of living? And I brought that to his attention at when he came to Gun Hill. I told him, I said, all right, you saying, you know, we beat inflation by what, 17 cents? 2.5 for um two I mean I'm sorry 2.5 2.5 for two years that don't, for buses that only equates to a dollar sixty two raise what is that in New York City you know what I'm saying so you're saying that all right we beat inflation which was supposed to be 1.6 percent which that is actually not true because in New York State actually New York City inflation rate was 2.7%. So I don't know where he's getting his numbers from. Of course he's he probably 
researched something and picked out the lowest number that he could find for a specific month. They got it. They got it from out of date. No, they no they they got it from the BLS. Okay, it's called the um the Borough Labor Statistics. So gov. So the number is official, but they did. The, the low <laughs> No, they did the national average. Ah, ah. That's okay. what they did. Okay. It was the national average. Yeah, so, um, you know, I called them out on it. I said, you know, how are we attacking the inflation rate? And you're okay with that we beat the inflation rate by a couple of cents. But we're still not up to par with the cost of living. You know, um, I brought up an editorial that uh, Business Insider did last year. They did a, a survey. And based upon their um, survey, their results, it showed that in order for an individual to live comfortably in New York City as an individual at a base salary, you know, at base pay, they need to make at least $80,000 a year. And that's just to be considered middle class. Can when you I, send me that? <laughs> no problem. I'll send you the link, brother. <laughs> and it's on record that he, he acknowledged it. He said, yeah, I saw that editorial, too. And... You know, so if you've seen that, with that knowledge at hand, you knowing that we, you need, you're, you know, the people that you represent need to make a certain amount of money just to sustain in the city that they service. You're gonna settle for a contract that's below that, and you're happy, and you're, you know, you're preaching. Come on, I have a problem with that. Well, because yeah. he's, ta- he's taking, he's taking whatever transit allows for the time being. If they're only gonna allow two point five. Mm-hmm. It's not a matter of what we need. It's a matter of what they're going to allow mm-hmm. at that point. Well, for him, he, he's looking at it. All right. Small victory is still a victory. You know, so that's what he's selling. He's selling his his strong points. But your strong points, you know, that's just to make you look good. That doesn't help me. Your 2.5 percent raise is not going to you know benefit me nor anyone in, you know, who lives in New York City. That's why everybody's either moving upstate or moving out of state. Come on, how does it feel to know we service a state, a, a, a city that we can't even reside in comfortably? That's correct. And, That's correct. And then now, the sad thing is, is before members were doing, were moving out of the city comfortably, knowing that the health benefits and everything was tight, and knowing that doctors everywhere, they, wherever they went, took our health insurance, Empire Blue Cross and Blue Shield, United Healthcare. But now with Aetna. It's a big. That's another question mark. So it's like just when you think you're gonna run away from these rents and prices and, and mortgages here in New York City, then you go somewhere else and the damn the damn all the doctors don't take that now. <laughs> but kind of exactly. <laughs> but so do, it's like you know you're playing running like you're playing running bases here. You know. Mm-hmm. Do y'all notice how fast Samuelson narrative changed to, um, if they can't protect us, pay us till we beat inflation. Yeah. Oh, you don't hear that no more. Yeah, you don't hear that. I haven't heard that since the what, the mass membership. Yeah, exactly. I've heard it since then. And my thing is, dude, you talking about we beat inflation? I mean, te- technically, McDonald's beat inflation with their fifteen dollar hour raises. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they don't. They got an eight dollar increase. Exactly. It's you all know? relative to where you to, to what you're making. Exactly. So you can't compare it. You know. Right. So what's going on, John? How do you feel about the contract and everything from a, you know from a retiree perspective? How do you feel? Well, I'll be I'll be retired officially retired uh, February first, three years. But uh, I'm retired, but I'm not dead. Uh, you know, uh, I'm still active, still active, and very very very, yeah, uh, very concerned about what happens in the local 100. And <clears throat> I'll start. Uh, I'll say a couple things. I'll try to uh, say them real quickly. But one thing, Samuelson railed against two percent a year. He railed against it. I will not stand for 2% a year. We're not going to accept it. 2% is terrible. 2% is terrible, this and that. 
How do you turn around then and have a contract 5% over 28 months, which comes out to 2.14? How could, and all of a sudden, this 2.14 is wonderful, fantastic, tremendous. How does this happen? 2.14 is not much more than 2%, which is terrible. And we're not going to stand for 2%. Oh, some kind of uh, BS is going on here that, uh, you know, uh, 2% can be terrible, and I agree with him, 2% is terrible, but how could 2.14 be wonderful? <laughs> you know, wonderful, <laughs> tremendous, dynamite, dynamite, you know? Uh, then he could say the cost of living uh, isn't going up much, but he's making $271,000 a year. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe that colors how you look at the cost of living in New York City, and the cost of living in, in Brooklyn, which he lives in Garrison Beach in Brooklyn, uh, maybe that colors how you look at the cost of living, uh, you know? Uh, and maybe that colors how all his people that have been sitting up at the crazy country club, Animal House 195 <laughs> Monu, they've been sitting up there so long doing nothing and getting $100,000, you know? They could turn around and then say, well, five, six, seven, eight cents for night and weekend differential which it is night and weekend differential. And I saw in the contract it says night differential. I mean, I, I, I would imagine it's a typo. I would imagine it does mean night and weekend differential, but I do say it says night differential. Now, you're gonna go up for the titles. Some of our titles that make very little money will be five cents, sometimes six, seven, eight cents an hour. And they think that's great. What a freaking joke. What a joke, you know? If you're gonna raise, you know, they'll say that, well, at least that's something. But at the same time, you're gonna turn around and deal with something that hasn't been raised for a good long time. Come on, let me see 80 cents. Let me see a dollar, let me see a dollar 10. You know, a dollar 10 raising it. You'll really make it something. But five, six, seven, eight cents, and then it doesn't start till next year. It doesn't start till one year into the contract. And you know? That's a big issue. I hear a lot of members. Sorry, you know, teamwork make the dream work. We we working together here, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a, a big issue. I'm glad you brought that up, um, because you know, I'm here now. It's it's to the point. I'm hearing certain members, you know, agreeing. Well, well, you know, at least you know it's better than nothing. I'm just happy to be here. Like that hurts my exactly, ears. Like. <laughs> Like we pay these guys to represent us, they go on the you know they and they're, they're sitting comfortably, they're eating. You know what I mean? This guy he lives in Brooklyn, like he said. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, and so how can you be okay with these guys going in there negotiating your future, your career, your well-being, your livelihood, and come back with a seven cent increase for night diff and say well at least we got something we could have got nothing no nah, i'm not i'm not cool with that yeah it's like it's like take it or leave it yeah you know and 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 i have a a, a little theory about how this went down having the experience that i have um i know that the mta played him and even 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 the checks that his ego and mouth were were trying to cash um and talking all that we ain't taking twos bullshit um I know on the last day he walked down and he thought like, okay, now what are we going to get here? And they were like, well, you're getting twos and you're going to like it. <laughs> and um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and at Take that care. point, he didn't have any leverage. Look behind him. There's nothing back there. You know, they're looking at him like what? 
So so he probably just cashed in on four months because they were actually offering two, two, and two. Now, we don't like that either because that's three twos instead of two twos. But I think that he cashed in on, 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 on a four months advance on the next year and said, can I take that four months money and add it to the two, two years here, make it look like something? Because that, that math actually all adds up. And, and, and then, of course, you know, pennies here and there, 2018, that, well, not, all that shit don't matter. But I, I believe that he cashed in on those four months. I'm considering those four months free. And I'm considering that $500 nothing. That thing just, like, it evaporates poof. You know, I mean, the minute you get it, it's gone. Yeah, the government be, comes in like your ex-wife. <laughs> right. And then after that, you know, you got, you're going to pay your union dues. You're going to pay your pension because it's pensionable. Right? At this point, it'd be better off not being pensionable. And then what you said, you, 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 after you go to Olive Garden, you said? You, yeah, family <laughs> afford to Olive right. Garden, and that's it. <laughs> I like that one, yeah. Right? Um, so, or Chili's or something. So, you see what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> it's like um, I think that we cashed in those first four months to add something. To the, to the two years, because otherwise it would have been twos. And there was no way he could come back with that. And since we didn't organize and mobilize for a strike, even if we weren't going to have one, just make it look like we're going to have one, then there was absolutely no leverage. There's nothing he can do. JP told me yesterday that he wasn't ready for a strike. Samuelson wasn't ready wasn't, for a strike. Yeah, he wasn't. Well, listen, but, 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 but next, but next contract, years. he's going to be ready. Yeah, listen. that's bullshit. That's exactly. <laughs> and he ain't going to be around next contract. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Thank you. And listen. I said that on shows months back that they weren't going to strike because, again, financially, Earl Phillips said that they were $3 million in the red, okay, at that mass membership meeting. So financially, they're just not prepared for a strike, bottom line. They can't sustain it, and Samuelson's not sitting in jail for no 10 days. That's the bottom line. So basically, that's all I got to say on that. They just weren't re- – and then you're talking about the fines. The fines could be a variable number, you know what I'm saying? You know, when it comes to so basically, that's it. You know, please. That's why I knew financially they weren't ready for us to sustain this strike. They also they also claim that the the contract is good for somebody that's going to retire in the next couple of years. Well, see, that's what they told me. How is getting how is getting a raise of two point one four annual raise of two point one four? How is that? doing a great benefit to you that's going to retire in the next couple of years. If somebody retires in this year, 2017, they, uh, all these uh, so-called great benefits, so great benefit things don't happen to 2018. So somebody that's going to retire in this year or is going to retire before, uh, is that thing cash out? Is that going to come around in November like longevity does? Does no, that come not, out the end of 2018 or, a, or January 15, 2018? It, but once again, I'm saying, what's so great to be retiree? You're going to, I mean, retire in the next couple of years, and the raise, annual raise is 2.14. Well, the thing is that they ain't selling the raise to the retirees. They selling the, 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 sick, ca- leave cash the, the sick leave cash out, which is a pilot program. And, and, and plenty of retiree, plenty of people don't have uh, Sick time. I have very little sick time after <laughs> <laughs> being here 25, 30 right. years. Everybody, not everybody's going to get that. Some people are going to be getting 10, 15 days pay. But trust me, Some manage- people get zero. Management looked at this stuff and noticed the people who's possible they could retire soon and looked at their sick time and like they don't even have 50% of their sick time. Mm-hmm. They don't got none all he left because we, we use sick time to take regular days off. Right. You right. know what I mean? Because we, we don't get it granted. Well, especially right. in RTO. In RTO, you guys, I mean, I give it to you. I don't know how y'all do it. 20 days in advance, and then you got to call the day before to see if you got it. You better off banging out. But y'all do 30, though. No, not us. Not not Map Store. We can get it the same day. Oh, wow. I, I didn't know get, that. 
I can what? get what? I can get an AVA the same day if I need to. What depot are you in? I'm in Gun, Gun Hill. Gun Hill. I'm Mab Stowe with TA. I think I think they operate that way because I came out of Gleason. <clears throat> I started out in Gleason, and in Gleason. You had to sit for your days mm. in advance. So you yeah, I'll be saying in. that. So yeah. You got, you you got to sit. schedule a I know, that you're going to be sick tomorrow? Because like, I, <laughs> I know a lot of members that's, that, that's, that sleep over to get a day off. That's And that's what they do. Well, oh, okay, well, see, you know what? In Gun Hill, right, they use a different system. They call, right? It's, it's something called a red book. See, well, yeah, the red book, it's you a get red your, book, right. Right, you get your days. But what happens is it doesn't open up until 9, 9 a.m. Right. Oh, I'm sorry, 6. 6. You come in at 6. You could call at 9. But by the time you call at 9 o'clock, the days that you want are They're gone. gone. So you're exactly. talking about like Saturday, Sunday, right. or Friday. That's already gone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So people are camp out and sit there coming after they run, take a blanket and a, a lazy boy and, yeah. you know what I mean, knock out and wait till uh, Union comes in and says, yo, I need Saturday or you know X, Y, and Z. And then that's how they get it for those days in advance already. So they already know what they got for the whole month. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then after that, you can call in and say, listen, any, <laughs> any days available, but there's no point in calling at this point because unless it's maybe like a Monday or a Tuesday, and even that's hard to come by depending mm-hmm. on who you got and what time, what time you called. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But there, it's not, it's not a, a guarantee that it's all gone. So, you know, it's kind of a who you know situation and, you know, if they got bodies to cover the work because that's that's another issue they have now with bodies, but not being able to cover the work that they have. So even if you could get the day off, even if you had the the time and you had you didn't got the body to cover it, so we can't allow you to take this day off. Yeah. All right. So stay. You know, let's keep moving around the world. Let's keep moving around the room here. How do you feel about the contract? Okay. Now, <laughs> this is the scenario that I've seen. You had a, a CEO that said. They had a $650 million surplus back in September or August. So basically, he was shooting at like, okay, we got reserves. We, we, you, we, the, the workers earned. Speaking to the mic. The workers earned a decent uh, raise. <clears throat> but what we came in there with, how, you, how are you going to accept the first deal Transit give you? The first deal, they're going to lowball you anyway. Mm-hmm. So obviously, you guys don't know how to negotiate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bottom line. But they know that. Because they're going to low boil you on the second one. And you coming out here and selling it like this is the best deal in the world. We had no option. You're telling people, you're giving people scenario on, on arbitration already to discourage people not being completely honest. See, I, I put them as Samson right now is a pimp, right? Mm-hmm. And the rest of these cats out there, they his horse. You got to go out there, get out there and get my money. Get out there and get my money. Sell this contract at all costs on the members. And a lot of them are being disingenuous, not being truthful to us. And they just expect us to just break down and accept it. And that ain't happening. Because make them earn their money. Make them go back to the table. This is not going to arbitration on on this next round. They're going to have to sit there and talk unless they're going to talk about an impasse. When you get to an impasse, that's when you go to arbitration. So going back to the table and arguing on the issue of wages is not out of the realm. Everybody is letting them off the hook when they keep saying, oh, this is the best we could get. Come on. You ain't well, never been nowhere if you ain't ever explored something else. Stop living in a box. Take a shot. As far as I'm concerned, it's worth it. Yeah, we ain't got nothing to lose, I feel. Shoot. Exactly. And then he, he, he hit everybody with that, oh, the, the economic sweeteners. 
Like no, I'm mean, listen. <laughs> yeah, like it's tea, <laughs> coffee, like it's coffee and tea, right? <laughs> so some sweeteners in there, I don't right? I want no but, sweeteners. But actually, <laughs> actually, the numbers he actually used, his inflation numbers that he actually used, were the inflation number for the end of uh, uh, 2016. That's where they actually came from. So it's not even covering not even, what the potential right, could be they, for the end of 2017. Yeah, they said you look at it when, in, in February after we done signed the contract, and we'll be right behind like we've always been. Just like us. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, well, well, people people don't understand. Look at the word inflation itself. It's made to to rise and fall. Exactly. Yeah. So here, look at it. It'll be low now, then high next month, and then it, you know it fluctuates throughout the year. But the the year, the the United States average for the year was 1.6. Well, he it wasn't. To, they wasn't talking about New York. He has to get the number closest to which he he was able to get. You know what I'm saying? He they only offered him two point five. So he's like, well, let me go for the number that's way below that to make it look like I really exactly. have gain here. Everything is know? an illusion. Smoke screen and mirrors with these <laughs> exactly. guys. But now let me. But now let me say this. I I, I spoke with uh, Earl Phillips. Uh, me and him were having some dialogue, and he kind of gave me the numbers on what the wage on how much the the wage points were were worth in terms of, of dollar amounts. So you're talking about uh, one wage point, which is 0.5, was equal to $33 million. I heard that. So now, okay, so he told me, he asked me what I wanted to do, what the formula would have been. So I calculated it. I said, okay, well, you got 33 equals one point, I mean, uh, 0.5. So you're talking about a whole number would be about $66 million. So you times that, let's say at least by 5%. So you're talking about, in total, about $330 million. Mm -hmm. $330 million. So now you said they had a, how much of a surplus? $650 million? $650 million. So that would have gave us 5%. If this... It, to taking this current contract over 28 months, 5% in the first two years and roughly a little bit over that because we would have had about 50. If this was a three-year contract overall, it would have been about 15%. So what, a conductor, I mean, a conductor makes about what? 30-11. Uh, 30-11? Yeah, 30-11, yeah. That probably, that's about almost a $5 raise. So you probably would have went up, you would have been up about $5. dollars you have been about 35 some change right now with that. And they still would have saved money because we still would have been putting in about 2% for our contribution for healthcare. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That wouldn't have gone anywhere. And we still would have been able to eat at least decency for at least for these first, what, these uh, 26, 28 months? Yeah. yeah. We'd have been okay. And they still they still would have had money left over. So what happened? How did you get to that let me tell you what. Let me tell you what I keep saying that man, um, our union is an extension of management. Why the union is caring about what MTA got? Exactly. Fuck they wage points. Yeah. We set the threshold mm -hmm. and we let them meet it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, that's right, the, right. That's the problem. Everything is that, oh, Crystal wrote in a Facebook group, oh, you know, management having a problem cover jobs. And that's their <laughs> that's issue. Their problem. Right. Hire more people. Stop firing people. You know what I'm saying? That revolving door. There you go. That revolving door. A probie. Listen, they treat yeah. this company right now. They treat this company like temp agencies. They Straight want you, up. They want to hire you. You know, they want you to work for about two years. And before you hit top pay, bye-bye. Yeah, but I, I say that it's a revolving door right, of, 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 of new no people because you you at top pay. No, I missed it. You missed it. Oh, Too I'm, sorry, much. I'm sorry to hear that. But 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 the point you, the point I'm trying to make is that whatever wage scale you at now, mm -hmm. somebody go come at the bottom and do your same job. Right. Mm -hmm. So if they keep with them firing people within that first year, they ain't get these people not getting no union representation. Exactly. They don't gotta worry about paying pensions on these people. Mm -hmm. Nothing on they don't got nope. You ain't you scared to take a day off for sickness within your first year. You can't even so you use your birthday as exactly. <laughs> you saving on all types of stuff with transit. So if you keep that bottom revolving door, they a cash cow. Mm -hmm. 
pretty much. They're yeah. cash cow. It's just the union not looking at this. Yeah. See, all, all see right. but the, oh, they're overlooking it. Oh, oh, oh. See, See, All right, oh, oh, I'm sorry, Stanley. Go ahead. Yeah, the the thing is, is that they want, they're not gonna just lay this money on the table for you. They want you to fight, fight for, for a little me. bit, you know. And these cats are weak. They don't know how to, you know, they, they don't know, know what that. they're doing. They don't know how to challenge them. Let me tell you what Nick Bedell also told me. So you go listen what Joe Loder said about Sammy saying about he never negotiated a contract in his life. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I believe it. Yes. 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 He gonna say that to me today. He said, Cuomo he, said about that. he said, why you gonna listen to management? I said, why I'm gonna listen to management? Y'all listen to management. I said, I said what, what, what he got the lie? I said, also, Pendergrass said that this was a drama-free contract. Where he said that at? I said, check his newsletter. Drama-free mean no fight. I said, me and you had more drama in your class today than I bet you those contract <laughs> negotiations. <laughs> and, and that's the point I'm making. Yeah. We keep putting weak people in there to represent us. Now, we got to look at the fact that your representation comes from the people that you work around. Some of the people that you work around, you won't want them to represent you or do a hearing for you, for that matter. You having some guy sit up mm -hmm. there and doing the most important thing that's crucial to you, your life, your family, and so forth. And that's negotiating your wages. You say, and he's, unable to, he's unable to do that. Pendergrass made that comment because he knew the fact that he was weak. Okay, he sat there, he let them throw, throw him an office, they sweeten it up. If you look at the, um, the perks on, in, the, in the contract, all of that is worth more than our wages. Mm -hmm. Pretty much. The cleaners, mm -hmm. yep. uh, 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 uniform allowance, boot allowance. We had that 20 years ago when I first came in on this job. Mm -hmm. Okay, you, they was able to give it back to us. And you know, another thing before you introduce, but um, <laughs> Nick Bedell, I messed him up with this. He said, why would you take the side of management? I said, well, Samuelson did it. Why you say that? Who he was going through the turnstile with? Uh, Nothing but managers. Uh, uh, on the inaugural ride to 96th Street, where was Samuelson? He said, you know what? You got an honest gripe about that. You right about that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He couldn't argue that. So how can you want us to take a stand against management when the person we elected is as president mm -hmm. not taking a stand against management? But right. well, let me just say this, which is real important. His loyalty is not to the local in the first place. That's why he shouldn't have been allowed to negotiate the contract. He's an international officer. Yeah, he gets paid through he he, That's who pays his salary, not us. Yeah. Right. So he can't be totally loyal to us. Mm -hmm. He could sell us out. He's still going to get his paycheck from the international. Mm -hmm. So not when I sent that. the international letter back in July saying that he should be removed because the, the local has his own autonomy, they just overlooked it. Of they course. didn't say anything to, about it. How you gonna send it to his daddy? And that's and, and, this, and this is what I'm trying to point out. <laughs> the they don't man. care about us. The only people that's gonna save us is us. Exactly. Okay? Absolutely. Getting garbage up like that up out of here mm -hmm. and letting them stop having a free ride on the sweater owl brow is the only way. You know what I notice about yeah. you, Staley? Well, you talk more shit with your hat to the back. Yeah, right. All right, everybody. I don't want too much time to go by. We have a, a, our latest guest to walk into the room. He's back to progressive action. We have Mr. Min Khan from TA Surface. Everybody, give a warm round. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. But I'm, you I'm, I'm, mad at, I'm mad at him. Oh, yeah, why? Because he always want to come when there's a thousand people here. Yeah, right. He's supposed, to, he's supposed to have his own. I told him, you're supposed to have your own show. Oh, no, he's going to have his own show. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. That I, I could roll with anybody. <laughs> I tell you this, you know, all that talk about um, percentages and what the TA has, what the TA didn't have. Remember, we caught them with two sets of books. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You know, so they're never Remember honest. But I stay, to stay close to the mic, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I want to get into. Right, it's all right. I want to get into a little uh, historical. 
<laughs> yeah, he ain't been, he ain't been here in a while. Just <laughs> <laughs> a little rusty. <laughs> I want to get into a little historical detail. Okay. All right. Um, 1999 to 2000 contract. Um, that was Willie James was the president back then. It doesn't matter who was the president anyway. Um, we got a five, a three, and a four for 12%. All right? Mm-hmm. Now, in that contract, our health benefit trust was underfunded. Way, way underfunded. We were underwater. By the end of the contract, we were underwater. We had no money for our health benefits. Please repeat that. Please repeat that because I because people I was going back and forth with a couple of people and they keep reverting back to 2002 and they say oh just you know they they make it sound like Roger just gave it to them for fun the health benefit trust and I just wanted to just punch the folks, shit out of them folks we ran around here we had the biggest rallies local 100 has the largest rallies this city has ever seen we flopped Fifth Avenue outside that MTA headquarters put in i don't know joe how many people god knows Sixteen thousand at one time um that that was uh, that was the that was the main rally that was the health benefits rally a real rally a real yeah. rally right yeah. we had two rally. two full <laughs> blocks <laughs> jumbotrons right let's, it was let's massive blocks 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 of folks so come uh 2003 we started negotiating a new contract. 9-11 just took place. Mm-hmm. Our health benefits is underfunded. We over, we over the barrel. They, they had us. We went there with our hats in our hands. What, what did we come back with? We come, came back with two threes, a $1,000 bonus, and our HBT was fully funded. We had to sacrifice a raise to get our health benefits funded back then all okay. right so so let's move on was that the was that the contract where the zero came in right okay that was the zero contract all right because that's know. what they trying to point at but they don't yeah, understand yeah, it. Yeah, let that point it they don't listen, understand the health listen. the hbt samuelson was selling that contract too i don't know you know why he how he's doing an about face but so were the rest <laughs> of these guys jp willie oh, all these man. guys talking shit they were all you know down with the contract unbelievable <laughs> was, was maxine in, in on it too and yeah, Ernest Jacobs. <laughs> um, Steve Dongs wrote this piece of paper. Oh, man. Uh, this is back from New Direction days. A generation of give backs, he called it. You know? You know, it, uh, back, back then, the 1999 contract, it has it here in plain. This is Steve Dongs wrote this on the funding of the Health Benefit Trust. He wrote it right here. 1996 contract, prior to that, 40 million health benefit trust surplus given to the TA, right? We had a surplus in the HBT, which they gave back, according to Dongs. So we got into that contract in 1999. Our health benefits were underfunded. We had to give up. All right, so they keep referring back to that, that, oh, Roger gave us a zero, Roger gave us a zero, but they're not putting it in context. So here we come, 2005, all right? We struck. We struck for these kids here. This is who we struck for because there was no way we were going to give up pension reform 
All right, all those five-year deals that they were looking for, they were even looking for bus operators to sweep the damn bus when they pull in. Wow. Before you get to the uh, fuel station, uh, they wanted station agents to come out of the boot and sweep around the boot, wipe the turnstiles and all that. I think the station agents still do something like that. Change light bulbs and all kinds of stuff like that. Thank you, <laughs> you know? So we said, hell no way. We ain't doing it. We ain't doing it. We rather die first than give up those folks. And then the first time this guy walks in the door, what does he do? He gives up everybody. So in a five-year deal. <laughs> so he gives up everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take him. <laughs> he gives up he the unborn, the born, <laughs> the retired. He gives up everybody in a five-year deal over for 8%. You know what I'm saying? And now here we are today with this piece of garbage, a 28-month deal, 5%. Now, what is that? You being nice calling a piece of garbage, even a steak. A yeah. garbage get a steak once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the garbage yeah. want this contract. You know, the document is not wood, the paper is written on. Correct. There we it's go. It's not wood, the paper. Now, now, there you have it. Now, if this was such a great deal, wh- why, why are you spoon-feeding, excuse me, a piece of document here and a piece of document here? You know, we always had a stack of papers like this. You know, uh, you know I'm being graphic here for you, yeah, all, yeah. you all, all listening out there on the radio. We had a stack of papers. This was our, our MOU. It showed every department every side letter, everything that was agreed on. The entire membership had an opportunity to read the entire package. What did this department get? What did they get? Uh, you know, people were angry, but they had an opportunity to look at the entire thing. Yeah. Now, the executive board wasn't even... I heard that the executive board didn't really see the whole contract. Yeah, they were showing it and on PowerPoint. I heard something about they had it on a, some screen over there, little yeah. things on the screen. And that uh, somebody from the executive board said it was hard to re- make anything out. Well, I heard even Sammy. They didn't get, I heard, they didn't get uh, several pages, the contract in several pages. Or so, Have I heard someplace now that the contract is 12 pages when they say, how are we going to have 12 pages that one of them said the other day? But why didn't they even have it for the, at the executive board for the executive board meeting? I heard even I'm sorry Sam- for cutting you off, Con. Uh, Go ahead. I heard even Samuelson was telling the guy who was controlling the PowerPoint to slow down. So, you know, I don't, you know, the, the executive board deserves their, their, their uh, corner of the ring. You know, you know what I'm saying? Where somebody beats them up really good. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Because how could you approve something like that? How could you approve something like that and not talk about this? Now, Samuelson intends to mail it out like that, too. Because I was looking at one of these videos on Facebook, and they have Mike Cadero. He sent uh, somebody uh, in some swing room somewhere. Oh, um, you're gonna get your piece of the contract. Yeah, yeah, that was right? us. That was us. <laughs> right? He said you're gonna get your piece of the contract. So which means we're never gonna see this whole deal. Now, in in the the last deal, I happened to have sat on the executive board. I didn't even vote on the contract. It was a whole mess. I had to write down in notes. This is the, the paper they handed me back then. I had to write down in notes what uh, maintenance away got. 
to up to today, I don't know if anybody has seen those two pieces for maintenance away. It says I had to like scribble very quickly because Tony Utano was like, "Oh, we 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 didn't get that. What was it? Um, uh, uh, um, I think we got um, seventeen AVAs." And we're you know, like, what what else, Tony? Uh, um, uh, there's a three-year lock-in, and he went on. Um, uh, third rail guys have a two-hour language. I don't know what that is right now. Two-hour um, language? Yeah, yeah. Third rail guy. Some he said How we have that? a two-hour language. I, I don't know what it meant. Right? Joe. Twenty welders and burners got um, a lock-in deal, and they got an extra dollar an hour in maintenance away. All right. So I had to write that down. Never seen a piece of paper. This is always handed out. This is what mailed to everybody to ratify that contract. Shouldn't that be illegal? It is illegal. Um, Sessions Department, they say they were going to do some discussion on an Oyster card, some kind of new card you, you mm-hmm. pass and, you know, you, you just, something like um, like an easy pass type of card. Um, a committee to address station agents' issues. And something about... Um, they got a report back in six months, this committee, regarding these stuff. These committees that they never do anything with, right. they never bother to show up. They never bother to show up. Union never bothers to show up. But, oh, we're forming this committee to talk about this. And then the union representatives never show up. And it's fine because Samson doesn't expect anybody to do anything. He expects that uh, part of the deal was you went along with me is that you could put your feet up at the crazy country club at 195 Monument Street. Well, you didn't have to do nothing. You don't well, have to pay out in the well, field. They didn't you have don't have to, to do be nothing. out in the field with the members. You don't have to do nothing. So you don't have to show. We'll tell the people at a, a contract time we have a committee for this, a committee for that, and we ain't going to do nothing. Well, incidentally, this contract has more committees in it now. This, this, this current one has more committees than any contract I've ever seen. The, the TS surface agreement is committee, 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 committee. And it goes on and on. I bet you I know what committee. If you want to get something done, you do it yourself. If you don't want to get it done, you form a committee. There you go. But right. I bet you, you know, that uh, I bet you that so, four day work week committee go go through though. Yeah. I, oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I bet you that go through. That already went through. Well, oh yeah, see, look, I'm quite look, sure. Look, somebody, that's but the be a so that stations that. that stations uh, agreement, whatever it is, it did. Is there are part timers in there now? Yeah, they have part time. Yeah, they, they do have part time. They have part time as the station agent. They do? Yeah. What? I ain't know that. Yeah. yeah they when just was this? It. They just started it. Wow. Oh wow. Oh, they so did. it went through. That's what Mooney was yeah, talking about. That's what Mooney was talking about. Oh yeah. wow. Wow. But uh, let me oh, just say this: that. if they sh- if they talking about a committee, they should have com- had a committee sitting there with them when they made this garbage deal with um with that Me Too clause, because this is where everybody's sitting around hollering about this Me Too clause. And they don't realize that Long Island Railroad deal don't end to 2020. Our deal end in 2019. That Me Too clause don't mean jack. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. I told them at the hall today at the contract meeting, and everybody sat there like, oh, okay. Well, what, what were you doing when TA said, let me see how smart they are. We're going to give them a Me Too clause when we negotiate <laughs> Long Island Railroad deal, which is coming in 2020, and this deal ends in, ni- in 2019. That's shameful. But I, I thought something was wrong. I thought something was up yeah. about that because the fact that they just gave it to us, like, 
your, your, your candles and everything else, wages and everything else, but you're going to give me the Me Too contract, and you excluded Metro North. You just kept L.I. Double yeah, R. It was crazy. Right, because so, the thing, right, because the thing is, Metro North expires this year. Okay. See what I'm saying? So there was something going on with that. But if you're going to give a Me Too clause, and you're saying, okay, we could open it up to wages and we give you the same thing, but you might as well just get... Give it to us up front. But Hold on. Right. 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 He wasn't going to give this it to us before. He's not going to give it to us now. They, they said that to y'all, and now one of y'all sitting there at the table figured it out. Anthony. You wrote and ran with it to the members saying, yeah. well, oh, we got a Me Too clause. But yet and still, it says in the agreement that it ends in 2019, of course, when the contract ends. And um and a Long Island Railroad deal don't end in 2020. I didn't that see where it said it so. ends. That might be so, but the clause itself doesn't mean jack. Well, it means nothing. You read it. All it says is they're going to open the contract. That's it. And we're going to sit down and talk just like we're talking here. What are we doing? Right. What are we doing here? We're talking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right. And we could talk till the sun goes down. Well, Doesn't mean you get a raise. Exactly. Those Doesn't are mean that nothing. They, that they conveniently leave out. You know, like, for instance, the contract. See, I'm learning as I go along because, you know, there's no transparency when it comes to this contract. Yeah. So I'm learning more from you. <laughs> right now, they say you, yeah, and, and mind you, I went to the rally. Right. I went to my, you know, my departmental um, uh, union meetings, and I'm learning learning more right now. So this is this just shows clear, cut, and dry, man. This contract is is, is trash, man. They they really need to no, we need to vote, vote it down, down. exactly, and you know if make them no, work. If for no other reason, then you're not giving us enough transparency. I exactly. mean, but, I'm not gonna vote uh, on something that's gonna change my life and my family's life, and you're not giving me the whole entire. Deal. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But, the, um, the Me Too clause. Let me jump in on this. There's three types of um, when you're going to marry yourself to somebody else's um, bargaining uh, unit. There's, there's there's three three ways to do it. Um, there's two types of Me Too clauses. One is that what we have that says that you just reopen for talks. The other one is a guaranteed uh, Me Too. If another municipality uh, outdoes you. You can uh, you jump in and you're guaranteed the money. There's no talks. There's no reopening anything. You just get it. And the third one is parity, and that's straight up. Parity is what we were asking for. Um, the second Me Too would have been all right, but the one we got is weak. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. And, and when, like when I said before, when Samuelson sat down and they were like, okay, you're going to take your twos and you're going to like it, we're going to reopen the contract and they're going to tell them the same thing. So let, how, how, let, how them twos doing? Let's be honest about this whole Me Too thing. We can't even get parity within a certain departments. This department got 20 AVAs. This department got 12. We um, opto bus opto train operators getting two dollars. <laughs> um, Arctic bus operate bus operators getting a dollar. But now hold on now, now yeah, Joey, man. they didn't have extra AVA days for bus for the TA service door map store. It's just the OTO time. So everybody else is getting extra AVA days. We're not. Mm. Also, yeah, I didn't see point. anything in the language about extra AVA days for us. Yeah, but when, when you're talking about AVAs and, o, and OTO, oh, speak it to the mic, bro. At the end of the day, when when you're talking about OTO and AVAs, how are you gonna get the days off? Exactly. Like Grand <laughs> Avenue, right? You still got to You still got Grand get the Avenue. Day. You only got six slots. Wow. You only got six slots. Six slots. Just six. That's it. Oh, really? That's so, crazy. So uh, you, you you might as well just go sick. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so it's, you could give well, me a hundred ABAs. You could give me all the OTO in the world. I can't use it. Right. But it's yeah. still money. And then you got to wait thirty one days. Thirty one days. Yeah. To get it. Mm -hmm. Thirty one days. Yeah, but I also wanted to point out this. When I made this, um, when I said this in the union meeting today, I told everybody that was sitting in there. 
because they kept saying no. Uh, the, of course, the guys, uh, the union people, <laughs> their reps, the reps, our, our reps were saying no, no, that wasn't correct. I told everybody. I said, listen, you got a cell, you got a, a smartphone, right? Just sit here and Google it. And most of them did, and of course they got real silent in the room because they start saying, "Oh, still he was right. It's they're in 2020." But I'm also wanted to say this: uh, every bit of the contract, whatever the deals that uh, management make along with this union, everybody got the right to see every stitch of everything that's done, mm -hmm. and that's afforded to you by the labor. But they got a labor management disclosure act that's uh, that protects union members. So there's nothing done in the dark, no backroom deals or nothing. And that's what you should use to, um, if, you, if you're intending to bring any type of, of charges, you, you go to the labor board and say, this is basically what you violated. I'm sure now that since a lot of us have been talking about it, they hear it as well. So they're trying to come as clean as possible right about now. So I wonder what kind, what all the full uh, 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 disclosures that they're gonna have in um, packets that are sent into the people's house, along with their ballot. You well, get a chance to. <laughs> well, I asked I asked Nick Bedell. I told him we we discussed how the the ballots is going out before the contract, and then they want it back in a certain amount of time. I said, well, tell Samuelson we need an extra two week two weeks, mm -hmm. so we can really look over the contract. And he said, you know, maybe I will ask him or yeah. bring it up to him or whatever the case is. Yeah, and and another thing, I, I I think we should all start thinking about or either demanding that when it comes to voting in our union, and um and it come to our elections and so forth, we don't use American arbitrators anymore. We there are other uh, arbitrators. They they've been just too uh, inconsistent with a lot of stuff they do for us, and I just don't like using them. So we should get rid of them. There are a lot of other arbitrate. Arbitration, uh, 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 I mean, uh, counters out there that we could go to and you and, and um, let them do our elections or either our voting for on this contract. But American arbitrators, I think we should stop using them. You know, Simon, I, since I, I has think, demonstrated. I think we should, but you said they've been inconsistent, but I think they've been consistent. They've been consistently uh, having their mouth around uh, Samuelson's uh, posterior. You know, they've been very good go for that. Samson and company. Samson and company are not going to get rid of them. Uh, I just want to say one more thing, then Amin can speak. Another thing is they say after the contract is all over and everything's all over with it, they're going to set to the task of fix fixing tier six. They say hmm. that's the next task. Well, you could have made some good faith effort to the tier six people by you could have made the time to top pay. It could have went back down to three years. You could show the tier six people and these people that are in the, you know, the tier six people. Yeah, you could have showed them that you're in there on their side and you're ready to do this uh, fixed tier six or rescind tier six. Well, you could have done something for them right now. Go back to three years to top pay. That's true. I like that. that. Wasn't done. Yeah. And that wasn't done. That wasn't done. So I think, I tell you what, on this issue and many other issues, Samson speaks with a forked tongue. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, well, think about it. And uh, me in in Samson's eyes, uh, breastfeeding stations was more important than fixing yeah, tier yeah. six. You know, instead of, you know, uh, reducing the top pay from five years to three years, you know, he wanted to build uh, breastfeeding stations and, um, 
get uh, Metro North passes and LIRRR passes, which, I mean, don't get me wrong, those are liberties that we should have been had. You Correct. Know? That's um, that shouldn't be in a contract, that's, though. Exactly. That, that shouldn't, shouldn't be a talking be, point. Yeah. It should, it, because our passes should also work on all express buses. Exactly. MTA bus and our own express buses and a way for us to pass with that toll. Exactly. We should have got an easy pass then. Right. They don't so, want to give up that no, money. They, that's what they, that, that's, they that's did about. that because those uh, on cost, <laughs> those on cost, um, it really wouldn't cost them anything. You know, no, but I'm yeah. saying it's for, well, look, I, I use the easy pass. Mm-hmm. So you take me out, take me and you out alone, how much we use, they losing money yeah, they right lo- there. Yeah, they losing exactly. money. They losing exactly. money off of easy pass, but they do it for NYPD. Yeah. Certain e- NYPD divisions as, as, as a, a perk, they get free they get easy pass. pass. But I think yep. it's, I think it's sure. a certain level. Is it like a sergeant nah, or something? Nah, nah, because it's this, it's this department that yeah, a no. lot of officers is not taking, and they giving them easy passes. The same way how cops got Long Island Railroad passes. They had them before us. But right. Hey, I heard about that. You're going to give it to cops, but the you know your own employees that work within you know the company, you're not going to give them any easy passes. That doesn't doesn't make any type of sense. They you know, wouldn't lose money. Yeah. And I'm <laughs> tell, and I'm gonna, they, they wouldn't lose money, and what? I'm going to tell y'all why. Because what they're doing is now is they're ripping down all the toll um, collectors, what you call it, right. and they're making everything cashless. So guess what? Think about all the people who are going to pass through there who are from out of state. They're going to send them a bill, and what are you going to do to police them? How are you going to get your money? They, they, they could be like, fuck you. I ain't going to send them. I don't have to send the money. What well, let's just say, well, well, what they had, because I used to work for them back in the day. I was a, a temporary bridge and tunnel officer back in 2009. Okay. And what they used to do, something called the deferred payment. Even now, they still do it. If you don't have the money, what they do is they give you a form. They take down your registration, license plate, and all that good stuff. And you got to mail in the toll. Right? Nah, it, well, you mail in the toll, which is $8 now. Mm-hmm. And plus, it's a, I think it's a dollar or $2 fee if you mail it back in. If you do it online, it's like a dollar. But $2, $2 fee, so you end up paying $10. But I was looking at the fine print because I was going to pay it. But I said, well, let me just see what happens if I don't pay it. But basically, it's, it's, it's a thing of, oh, well, you didn't pay your toll after a certain time. So if we catch you. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to hold you there and we're going to try to impose another fine on you but they can't really do anything to you they'd have to catch you right. in order to do so but that, I mean you got to be a real idiot to go through the toll again and get caught you know what I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying? Like, at this point so but it, it really there's nothing you can do so going back to what you were saying I don't know how they would handle uh, mailing these uh, these these tickets out to people for them to pay and actually getting the money. It's the same issue with having how are you going to make everybody pay to get on the train or make everybody to pay to get on the bus. Exactly. You still haven't figured that out. Exactly. So how are you going to figure this one out? So you're right. They right. are going to lose. So, they're going to so, lose so, money so, in that in that point too. Right. Yeah. So yeah. You, but but it lets you know that they not they they ain't going crazy for that money. You know. Well, bridges and bridges and tunnels actually. If y'all don't know, a little, little, little quick history lesson. That the tolls are supposed to be free. What happened was the bridges paid for. Right? The bridges exactly. The bridges already paid for. Yeah. What happened was that they, they yeah. was the toll was just for the completion of the bridges as long as the bridge was being built. Once that was done, they were supposed to end it. But what happened was they realized that they could still make some money off of it, so they kept the bridges and tunnels. I mean, they kept the tolls open for that. And being that it didn't, wasn't going towards the bridges and the maintenance of it, because that's not what they paid for. That's exactly. a whole different. That's a whole different. I think that's capital construction, if, I, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. What they started doing was now because they were hemorrhaging so much money from the subways and buses and losing from, from people uh, jumping the uh, the turnstile and fare beating. Now they pumping that money that they're getting from the toll into buses and subways. Mm. So they could actually shut that down. They only need that money. We we, we could pass through that for free, <laughs> but they're gonna keep that going because it's easier to do that. 
than it is to fix the problem. The top one percent need that money. They ain't yeah. trying to get well, that, money. Well, that too. That <laughs> but too. you never know. Maybe that's the reason why they're doing what they're doing. Everything is with the tolls being cashless. They would never ever get rid of those tolls. In fact, they told about building tolls on the the Brooklyn Bridge and Manhattan Bridge. They looked no, at that. Well, yeah, that was years ago. Congestion price with Mayor Bloomberg. I remember. They go look they back had, into that. They go explore that. When I started this job, I had one of my supervisors, when, when he was training me, he said that um, for every 90 cents of a dollar went to the MTA trans subways from the tolls. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, they're all wrong. They're all wrong. That, that money, um, when the city, when the city uh, stopped the commuter tax for people in um, Metro North and Long Island Railroad, that's when they increased the bridge and tunnel tolls. And part of that goes to subsidize that commuter tax for Long Island Railroad and uh, Metro North. So that's where that money goes. You know, maybe a penny or two comes to the subway and buses. <laughs> and the rest of it is Long Island Railroad and Metro North. I would subsidies. like differential money. But I want to go back to Article 25 of our Constitution. Okay. Um, TW Local, right? It says that the entire contract has to be mailed out for ratification to the members in the affected bargaining unit. Yes. Now, everybody's in the bargaining unit. The entire bargaining unit is, uh, what, 30,000 members, whatever the number is. Yeah. You negotiated for the entire bargaining unit, all right? Uh, you didn't negotiate for bus separately, subways separately, maintenance away separately. You, you negotiated for the entire bargaining unit. So you have to mail out the entire document to everybody. We all want bargaining unit. We're not bifurcated. We're not, we're not separate entities. We're not voting separately. We're voting together on one contract. So what I'm voting yes for, he's voting no for. You know? So we, we got to see the whole thing. Correct. And make an informed decision on that. Yeah. But I, you know? I, think, I, think, I think that's a... I think that's a, a, a huge problem, though, because now you have you have just the the departments going um, with their own related issues, and if they don't get met, see, it's it's a it's a it's a horse it's a game of a chess. It's to say, well, you got shafted, but my department didn't, so why should I vote it down? Now, if I vote it down strictly with the strength of you, let's say they screw us all over now. Now, I didn't lost the leverage that I I had with, with that because. Your your the your your vice president decided to be an ass and not get you guys what you wanted. Well, that was the that was the discussion today in front of the um before me and Bermudez had our little discussion was that he didn't he not supporting voting down the contract because cleaners finally got theirs. See, and mm -hmm. there we go. Now, that's it, it's, the it, it, it's it caused separatism within our own local. Right, it's simple divide and conquer. Yeah, you know that's what they're doing. They're just simply you know. I mean, it's it's real clear. I mean, I hate to say it because I'm a bus out, but the bus, you know, the bus department got the most benefits of this contract. So you got guys in RTO looking like, wait, well, not not all the buses, well, not all buses, only the the Articulate. one, the one, uh, the one depot, <laughs> yeah, in, well, the, in Brooklyn, the depots, yeah. all depots that have articulates. That's your depot. No. Oh, that's like oh, okay. You know, so it's it, it, it's simple. You know, turn the members against each other, so they don't even recognize that. Hey, we. We shafted them, uh, you know. The the representatives, um, they shafted us. You know, what I'm saying instead we we too busy bickering amongst each other. I tell you this, uh, according to the um the the um bylaws, and you could correct me if I'm wrong. 
the president signs off on all those departmental see that? agreements. Mm-hmm. It says it right in the bylaws. Mm-hmm. He signs it. So it's either he didn't read it or he just didn't care. Yeah. You know what exactly. I'm saying? He signs yeah. it. The vice president don't say his law without it going through the president. Mm-hmm. Right. Those agreements are signed by Samuelson, correct? Yes, it's mm-hmm. it. Yes. All right. Well I, well, I don't even think he takes the time to even look through it, man. I doubt he, I think he, you know, his advisor, whoever he has working under him, Steve you know, Downs exactly. or Nick Bedell. Nick Bedell, yeah. you know, they they just say, yeah, yeah Samson, it looks great here. Sign right Let me here. tell you what they said to Nick Bedell in the class today. You claim that you just an educational director and you neutral, but you always using we and us. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they they say. You always using we and us. Mm, so who is he talking about? You know. Mm. Samuelson and crew, you know what I'm saying? Well, this is the same guy that said inflation and um, the inflation rate and the cost of living is the same thing. So, I mean, but now, but now, let me ask though: how do we how do we rectify this? If now, let's say for instance, let's say it was it was it was Kia that was representing for for y'all and then and RTO, and then you had Richie Davis for Mab Stoa. Now, let's say uh, Samuelson looks at it and he looks he's looking at each department, a different departmental uh, deal, and he says, well. Uh, you guys got shafted in this one, but they didn't. So do you, now does the department go back to the negotiating table while Mav Stowers just sits there and says, okay, we just waiting on y'all? Well, the, the way for me unionism supposed to work, I don't care about departments. If I feel that I see you struggling and you need help and we part of the same union, mm-hmm. I'm going to go try to help you and be like, no, don't do this, do that, don't do this. It shouldn't be because it's too much um, super, superiority and infer, inferiority within us. Oh, you couldn't negotiate that contract? You couldn't beat us? Our department did the best. Mm-hmm. So people look at worrying about their separate departments instead of worrying about the whole. We're supposed to be Voltron. Voltron can't move right. with a broken leg. Voltron can't move without no eyes. But this is the, the reps that we have in there. They selfish, they self-serving, and they not for the members. Well, I look at it. I'm glad you said that because... um. Uh, because I, I made a, a post on progressive action where, um, you know, I basically spoke on the private conversation that me and Samuelson had when uh, when he came to Gun Hill Depot. And this, I mean, this guy said to me, to my face, I said, well, you know, honestly, do you really believe what you're saying that this is like a good contract when you go over it? And, you know, he said, well, my thing is I want to avoid a strike. You know, <laughs> so you want to avoid a strike, but call me a scab. You know what I'm saying? So my <laughs> thing is, so I, said, so I said, I said to him, listen, nobody said anything about a strike. I just, you know, I just want to know, do you really stand by? Do you do you believe what you're selling right now, man? So he says to me, well, you know, in reference to the strike um, comment, he says, well, I don't have uh, the proper organization behind me to strike, let alone I don't have. The uh pro- the proper unis unis uh, unit unionism yeah unionism behind you know this whole membership to strike so I look at him and I'm that's like, his fault but right exactly. but no but, no, but so what did he goes, but, what, goes, but what did he say in the soundbite he's been organizing and mobilizing it, exactly. for the past seven years that's what he said on the podcast exactly. yeah, yeah 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 right <laughs> but he doesn't have the unification of the union behind he him forgot right. one important thing. He doesn't have the balls to There shine. you go. <laughs> exactly. He is exactly. not going to go to jail for us. You exactly. can yeah, no, take that to the bank. But you, but you want to know what? It's, it, I, 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 I want to analyze what he said. He said that he don't got the organization 
Or what he said he ain't got what he, behind him? He, he said he doesn't have the proper organization nor the um proper unification behind him. And this is coming from the but vice president the, of the international. But you're the leader. <laughs> you're, the, you're supposed to be our, our president, right? So that you have to take some accountability for that. At what point did he figure this out? He must have. Well, he had to have known. He always knew this. Yeah, he, okay. he had to have always known. Joe, Joe back me up on this. This is a guy after we struck in 2005, we lost our check off. This guy was walking around telling people, don't pay no dues to the union. Your union ain't worth shit. This guy, John Samuels. The scab. The scab. Exactly. <laughs> so he's the real scab. He's a guy that submitted a paycheck to Edward. Scabelson. Right? Like during the strike, Scandals. he wants to get paid. I got that paperwork. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and legit. hold on, Con. John, listen. He practiced where he preached too because I also got the printout of him not paying his dues on time. Also, during the dues check off, him and yeah, Tony Utano. Yeah, yeah. I saw that post. Yeah, up. he ran around telling people don't pay no dues. Don't pay no dues. So he recognized a scab when he see one. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to know one. But oh, let me let me um. I, there was something that was said before, before it gets lost in conversation. I just want to go back to it. When we're talking about voting on something, and but they're only showing us pieces, I'm, I'm sure that there's, there's certain legality questions there. For instance, if, if they send you an RTO ballot, but they're only showing you, you know, your department, but when you vote, it, it, it goes into the general tally, there's something wrong with that. Yeah. You can't, right. It can't be done. Your vote is also being casted for MTA bus and car equipment and everybody else. Mm -hmm. You're not just voting for an RTO piece. Mm -hmm. So if, if we're only going to get our department and that's it and we're not going to see the entire MOU, then, then you know, that's not a legal vote. I mean, somebody correct me, but I, it doesn't sound it, democracy. You know what I'm going to do too? I'm going to set up a poll on a page because they go play the games of everybody not getting ballots. And I want to make sure everybody in good standing get a ballot. Well, I want to make. I want to paper ballots. I want to make the Department of Labor um, aware of the situation, because if this thing goes down funny, I want them to get the heads up right away. I'm going to do that tomorrow. Exactly. Well, what um, to chime in on what? <laughs> to, to, to chime in on what uh, you know, Mr. Campbell just said. Uh, that's true. If if we're going to vote on something and it's supposed to be all one, why am I only getting one part of the contract and I'm not even getting the full contract? You know, if that's the case, we should be voting separately. You know, on it, the contract should be separated. It shouldn't be all because if I'm voting on something that's going to affect RTO um, buses and I'm only seeing the buses, you know, that doesn't make any sense. I have no say on what can benefit RTO. I don't even know their needs and their issues. Now, what this sound like, when I said, now they jumped down my throat, you know, RTO need to pull away from the union. We need to all be separate. It's too many trades. Oh, we can't do that. It's not unionism. But what the Samuelson is doing right now? Exactly. They doing the same shit without saying it. Mm -hmm. Action speaks louder than words. Samuelson actions is speaking volumes right now. And the Let only, me just and, say and this. The, and, and the only reason they jump down your throat is because they're thinking about the union dues. And that's the only reason why they're pulling in these map store um, computer specialists or whoever they are and bike share and all these people. That's the only reason why they're bringing in all these people because of the dues. It's more money so that they can continue the, the, the horse play that they're doing. You know, they're, you bringing, know they're bringing all these people in the map store because Sam Elson is showing up power. He's showing up power. Map store right now, I don't have the numbers in front of me, but at that general membership meeting, they flashed a number up there showing the map store division with over 10,000 people. Before, Maintenance Away was the largest division, right? MOW was the largest division. 
Brooklyn buses and Map Store were even around uh, average 5,000 members. Brooklyn buses is now 4,500 members. Right? 4,500. Brooklyn maintenance, bus maintenance is 1,000 members. We used to be 1,300 strong. We were always advocating so we could get an extra e-board member. Mm. Because maintenance only has one e-board member and we on that 1,300 members threshold, we were always arguing that we have the greater part of 500, so we should be allowed two e-board members. Now you have Mapstow with 10,000 people, maintenance away with over close to 8,000 people. Samuelson thinks he's got the majority locked up. He thinks he's going to mm-hmm. get a majority vote in Map Store. Mm-hmm. He's going to get a majority vote in maintenance away. And JP and them going to tag along with him in his <laughs> surface. You know, like like the independent thinkers that they are. You know, <laughs> so but this, but this is but this is so a they're point. They're gonna get their, this contract passed, and they're gonna get to do just about anything they want to do. This is a, this is an important point that we need to talk about, and the fact that is how they give out these ballots. You see, what they're going to do is going to mail out the ballots to their loyal people that's going to vote for the contract first. Gonna vote yes. Yeah. And then they're gonna send out people. They're gonna they're gonna send out the people that that they're not sure of behind each other. That's why you get people that are talking about they got a ballot late because how are those that vote yes on the uh, that uh, per se vote yes going to get their ballots in before you? And here it is, you just getting your ballots, and they all supposed to be mailed out on the same day. This is the game that they even do with elections. They'll mail everybody else that's going to be loyal to them, mail their ballots out first. Then, a following day and a day after, they'll start scattering out everybody else. That's why, technically, in a, in a, even in an election, everybody that's running in an election is supposed to be allowed to walk. Everybody goes together with the ballots to the post office and see that they're all mailed out at the same time. Mm-hmm. Here in this vote, this here thing could happen here. And that's what will happen. Now, I just want to say this also. We just had a station section election, right? And um, a couple of uh, people I knew that were running in the, uh, in the election and they wasn't able to come to the count. So they called me and asked me to come to the count. That week I was on vacation. I said, yeah, I'll go to the count. I was the only person that showed up to the count, went to the post office, picked up the ballot. There was also a, a, a bunch of ballots that were listed undeliverable. So when we got back to the union hall and they were looking at the undeliverable, undeliverable ballots, my name was in on one of the ballots. Now listen to this. Recently, I just discussed with y'all. Charges that I brought against the union. They sent my answers to the right address. They sent my right uh, my, my uh, membership card to the right address. But they sent my ballot to an address that I lived five years ago. How in the <laughs> hell you do that? And that's why I was at the labor board this week. Mm-hmm. Because we need to stop that now. Even before the general election come up, we need to stop that garbage right now. And then Joe had the nerve to go on the page on one of, um, I think it was one of my pages, or even a union page, um, yeah, talking about, oh, he's not going to vote. Because, you know, they basically, he, he, he made a fool out of himself by making I screenshot that and, made it, and, and took that with me to, to the labor board and let them know. This is what they're doing to people. This is what they're, this is what, what they're doing to manipulate the, um, uh, the whole of monopoly over, the, over this local not letting people vote. So I think that's very important. And anybody that shouldn't, that don't get a, a, a ballot should voice their opinion 
and we should do it like a, a keep up with a number or amount of these people that either get uh, ballots sent to the wrong address or don't get a ballot at all. Period. That's why the vote shouldn't. That's why the ballots, the vote shouldn't come back so quick because you got to get time for people to get their ballots. Right. You see, but on that alone, they just turn around and tell their loyalists. They turn around and tell their loyalists. Call them up. They do a little phone bank. Call up their loyalists and say, "Listen, when you get your ballots, just vote yes and send them right back." And that's what they do. So that's why they turn around and they'll be done already have about two or three thousand ballots already. And, uh, and the rest of the union ain't even vote yet. It's you know, just their loyalists that's sitting there. And they know what, what, what's there. So that's why I said, and when I asked for the ballot, they refused to give me the ballot saying, uh, well, it came back to us. It's, it's our property now. I said, you know, okay. Oil Depot Chairs has, a, has a, a repetition for collecting ballots in the, in the union office. We know that for years. Bring your ballot in and we'll vote for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's, that's something going on, you know, for centuries in this union. That's a pro- yeah. I actually planned that within progressive action. Yeah. Bring in yeah. your ballots to us and we go vote for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I mean. Everybody out there, all the listeners, don't fall for that. You you make out your whatever you're going to vote, you make it out in your, by yourself. And you seal it and you mail it yourself. Don't call for any of these reps in some of these depots saying, oh, bring, bring me, your, I'll mail it for you. I'll mail it for me. Bring it to me and I'll mail it at the central place. No, you at home or whatever. You fill it out, you seal it, you mail it uh, from, you put it in the mailbox near your house or the mailbox on your way to work. You know, don't fall for this. Don't fall for this thing of the depot, uh, peop- the reps in the depots saying, uh, uh, I want, oh, bring it in and make it out in front of me. Sometimes they do that. Sometimes they would do that, you know. Bring it in, make it out in front of me and this and that. No, don't go for it. You, in your own privacy, you get to uh, vote. You get to vote however you want to. Are they still collecting uh, at the, for the Bible fund and no, all the mobile no funds? <laughs> the uh, Bible fund? What, was that from the yeah, chapel? When, <laughs> when a, member's, a member of a member's family used to pass away. It's called the Bible fund? Well, no, they used to give out a Bible. Oh, okay. Yeah, they used to give out Bibles. So did they stop doing that? They stopped. I don't remember even doing that on the job since I've been on the job. But I remember, you know, that I remember that I was told that they, that's what they used to do. And they used to collect money at the pick. When right. it, you know, the day was told to stop doing that. Matter of fact, it's a side letter that's in the contract from when Gil Rodriguez was VP of Map Store. That's how old that is. I, I want. I want to bring up this conference called bullshit. Oh, you put a RTO. Yeah, I mean, it's so embarrassing, so not personal for you to conference call your membership. But meanwhile, when they want votes. They know exactly where to find the people at. That's what tick Nick Bedell off. That's what he told me to be quiet in his class. Well, yeah. You came here to disrupt me where you accomplished it. You, dis- you disrupted my class. I said, thank you. <laughs> and just sat quiet. Because he said, yeah, the, 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 you know, there's a whole bunch of station booths. And, you know, they can't get to the station booths. But y'all do it during election times. Why y'all can't get it for the contract? Like, they worse than car salesmen because none of those cars will leave the lot. They was all lemons. <laughs> well, unfortunately, you know, they rely on the, the, the same people, the 
I'm happy to be here. And the guys who are like, oh, well, hey, at least we got something, you know. And that's what they really bank on. They bank on those guys to just vote, you know, yes, the loyalists, you know. Yeah. But you got to stop listening, man. If, if y'all listening, you got to stop leaving your fate in the hands of somebody else, especially people who aren't capable enough. Because they're, but they're putting you in the wrong direction. True you got you to stop. Just, just stop being lazy. I know it. No one wants. Politics ain't fun. This ain't fun. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I would rather be home right now, relaxing, knowing that my union is capable of getting me anywhere from 5 to 10% or 15%, whatever it is that I deserve. What we deserve. What exactly. we deserve exactly. from a healthcare standpoint, from a protection standpoint. I would love to lay back and think that I got nothing to worry about. But the fact yeah. of the matter is that if I sit back and I don't do anything, What's been going on is going to continue to go on and it's going to get worse. Exactly. But if you don't get involved, you got no right to complain. But if you want to see some change, you got to get involved, even if it's something as small mm-hmm. as just mailing in your own ballot. Mm-hmm. I mean, how lazy have you got to be that to bring it to your union rep so he can mail it off for you? Are you you are, you grown? You pay rent, don't you? <laughs> like uh, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, well, allegedly. I, I don't know. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, but I mean, come on. You gotta you gotta get real with this. And like I said, politics ain't fun. I didn't want to do this. I was on the job two years, and I was like, listen, man, I just want to get a paycheck. You know, I just want to do some overtime. I'm not, I'll let y'all take care of that. That's not, that's not, my, that's exactly. not my business. But, but then realizing after a while, I'm know? like, listen, I can't, you know, I can't sit by and just watch all of this happen. This is exactly. crumbling right before my eyes. I'm like, listen, I'm already in tier six. Mm-hmm. I said, <laughs> that's number one. I'm already in tier six. And now I got, top, I got five years to top pay. And now you're talking about a 2.5% raise. Y'all talking about prepackaged deals already. Y'all, y'all, y'all talking about uh, uh, st- um, steak dinners. Over across the street from 195 Nebraska, miles, the, yeah. the, the Nebraska, Nebraska Steakhouse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying about these, these misappropriated funds that's going on. Money, money, you know, can't be a, a accounted for and cope. Like all this is going on in front of in front of the members, and no one wants to say anything about it because they just feel like they just don't want to get involved. Like it's not my place. But when you, when, when your when your wages are being affected, that affects your family, and mm-hmm. if it affects your family, then it affects your community. See now, and what, my, does, my, my and thing, what does this wage and what does this wage increase do for tier six members and their and their pension contribution? No, it, it don't does, do nothing. It does, it does exactly, but, exactly. But, but like somebody like in your position, you got it. We in the same boat with tier six, right. but the tier six five years top pay is the worst. <laughs> the what with our salaries. Is the worst, bro. Right. I've so, been sitting at the. I've been sitting at the the, the middle five. It feels like forever. Like yeah. I haven't even moved up. That's what I'm saying. That's why it's important. See, when you look at groups like the U and stuff, there's a lot of people like that, like you, mm-hmm. that's there, right? Mm-hmm. They should be. We should be together. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's what bothers me with groups like that. Like we could party and bullshit. Right. But we can't do things like this. Mm-hmm. To me, which is a which is an issue because. When you look at like people be like, oh, you know, I had a hard week at work and, you know, I'm stressed out and I'm going to party. Party is the remedy for everything. You stressed out. Why? Because you probably got disciplined earlier the week. You ain't make you had probably like two hundred dollars left out of your check to do whatever. You 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 upset at the things because of the job, but you ain't trying to do nothing to change those things. Exactly. Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's the issue that I have with, with, with certain groups. Like, come on, we got to wake up. When are y'all going to wake up? But well, it's, you I, know what for I, me? It's my, I mean to cut you off. But for me, it's not even about a certain type of group. It's about it's about self accountability with the membership. Exactly. I've been said that. I came. I went to a Division Two map store meeting last night, and I was the only operator there. You had Crazy. all elected officials up there that you could have said yeah, and, and voiced your, your your opinion to, and I'm the only one that showed up. I got three years on the job. Y'all got veterans there that know better that have been doing this 
longer than I've been alive probably. And only only I showed up and another TA, I, I, I don't know if he's TA or not. Let me know. I don't know. If he, but it was another bus operator that showed up too and the TPPA guy, security guy. Yeah. We're the only ones that showed up at 7 o'clock and we waited there for about a good half an hour. No, Two other operators showed up. They was TA. Two, two, two other operators showed up. This was your time. Y'all complained about exactly. everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. Voiced every yeah, yeah. Venting and talking to other operators about the the, the the shit that's going on, and then you get the opportunity to speak to the people who basically mm-hmm. have a hand in controlling your future, and you yeah. shoot and you chose to stay home to watch the game. Yeah, you chose to talk. go to the bar. Yeah, you chose like to do that, rooms. and I'm sitting here now. I got to talk to Richie <laughs> Davis. Now I got to you. talk to Donald Yates. Now I got to talk to I got to talk to all these guys on your behalf for what? Because Lake will tell you out out there on the road in the swing rooms. This is what they do. Yeah, that's all and they do. vent their frustrations. And I, I know it. I hear. Listen, I hear it all the time. But you, you know can, what? But in front of the reps, and you know what? Like that's that's. I hate to cut you real quick. Okay. Um, I just want to um tag on what Ron said. Like you know, at when um Samuelson came to Gun Hill Depot for um you know to explain the contract, it was like I want to say at least at least let's say sixty people, sixty members in that swing room in front you know in front of Samuelson and the whole um TWU um representative. It was pretty packed. Yeah, I and saw the video. it was for all those members to be there and only five people raised their hand to speak up. It's like, yo, y'all, 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 I hear every day, everybody's upset about the contracts and the way <laughs> TWU is handling things. But when y'all finally have the chance to speak up, oh, it's quiet on the set. Like, y'all just going to take the bullet quietly. Like, because they hot pump Kool Aid. That's yeah, why. You, you, you know, because when they schedule and, these meetings, right? When they schedule these shop gates, it's like tomorrow, they're supposed to be in Manhattanville mm-hmm. at 11 o'clock. One o'clock, they're scheduled to be at Mother Clara Hill at. At, at one o'clock, two hours later. So basically, they already know and plan that a bunch of people ain't gonna ask them questions. That's not true. There. They not go ask questions because they fear. They fear. They, they fear. The fear. They, they fear. Me, they fear the union. Yep. They think the mentality is wrong. We do not work for the union. The they union work for, for us. us. Yeah. That has to get through first. And buses, it's different with y'all and buses. They don't play with us like that in RTO. Mm-hmm. And buses, they play with y'all like that. Because see, y'all are see, more militant. And then, and, I'm sorry, I stayed to cut you yeah. because see, y'all are more militant. And somebody made a statement, right? Somebody asked a question in the video when y'all was at Stillwell talking about, well, why don't they have more um, union? We have, you know, release have reps or or have like a union office on the property mm-hmm. at um, in the terminals. But basically, the fact that y'all don't have it, it make that's what makes y'all stronger. Believe it or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, have the reps out there in the field more than just you because you know because Crystal mentioned you. But basically, you don't need no offices in 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 RTO that, that, because that, I really believe that's the issue with buses. The fact that yeah, it's all good that they're on the property, the union, but see, basically. Them that that union office is basically management's property. They pay the phone bill. They pay all the bills in there. To me, that to me that's an excuse because I don't care. You take a lion out the jungle, you put him in a circus. He's still gonna be a lion, and he still may attack you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, we all men and women. Ain't none of that rep stuff here. None of this. If you go, if you a man, you a man. You go stand up no matter where you at. Whether you in a TA, map store. RTO, you are who you are. Like, understand <laughs> this. Understand this. This is this union has garnered a reputation among other unions that's not too good. That's why we don't, 
your other unions don't align with us. And that's why a lot of issues that, that we're, we're discussing, even to, when it comes to tier six, even, if, even when it comes to the Taylor law, this union is not going to be the sole person that go up there and argue these issues. These, you're going to have to align yourself with other unions. And because of members' participation and people know lack that of. there's low, uh -huh. yeah, they lack of, uh -huh. is the reason why a lot of people just don't align with us. No, a lot we're of, not, we, we don't even have a, 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 what you call it, a public service uh, uh, issue. I mean, a, 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 even a, a, a public service relation with the public, you know, to, to get them to understand, understand. that yep. the issues of um, raises, that, them, that raises of the fair has nothing to do with our salaries. Mm -hmm. We have nobody to speak out about that. <laughs> we have nobody to, to, to speak out on other issues that are social issues that we need to address. And uh, until we get that and we start something like that and a dialogue with all the unions across the board, then we gonna then we may achieve something because when Lillian Roberts was uh, the uh, executive director, they call the, instead of presidents over there. She was the executive director of DC thirty seven, and uh, I, I was at uh, a dinner with her. Matter of fact, I presented her that year with a with an award from the Nubian Society, which is an organization here in Transit, mm. and I'm I'm the chairman of. And um, and she sat there and said she she didn't know why. Uh, uh, Roger subjected us to the the uh, the pay the you know the, you know, the um, fines from the strike, and uh, she said because they went on when they went on strike when health and hospitals went on and they three day strike she said we paid no fine, uh, and and these are the issues that I'm talking about. When they did they paid, go on strike? They went in on strike like uh, what it was eighty. It was just a three day strike at the time. I think she had. Uh, she it was over the um, pensions. She had retired and she came back. She came back and did had to do a set, second stint because they were trying to go after their uh, the pensions that she had built before she left. And uh, and she said uh, they didn't have to pay them fines. But also as I looked through the Taylor Law, I, I, I I'm and I want I just don't want to speak on it. I want to post it as well. So I'm not going to uh, speak too much on the issue. There was something I saw about. A, a, a three-day period where you're allowed to uh, to uh, discuss with um, PERB and so forth. You know the unfair dealings with uh, with your local uh, with the, with management or whatever. But when they, when when people sit there and say uh, whatever deal that transit gives you and you don't you don't take it. You know, and you're talking about going to arbitration. That the arbitrator could take it back. They're not being totally 100% honest with that. Okay, understand this. Under the under bargaining, when it comes to bargaining under the Taylor law, is it's supposed to be fair on both sides. You can't take back something you offered, right? In retaliation for them not accepting the agreement. Mm. So basically, what it says is it's the foundation for an agreement if it has to go to arbitration. A lot of people keep telling these people that we're gonna lose everything. That's not being totally true when they tell that. that. Well, they're saying that, yeah, they're, they're saying that if we don't agree to this now, that we possibly could lose everything that we've gained thus far. No, no it's the ground, it's the foundation for the agreement. You're not going to the arbitration, you don't uh, arbitrate it, and you have nothing. Okay, if TA said, I'm able to give you this and this and that, TA already said, I can afford to give you this. Yeah. So what gives the arbitrator the right to say no to, to take it from you? That's not his job. So basically, they can't go. They can't go below what they've already given us. No, of course not. He can only make you take that agreement. Mm -hmm. Period. Nah, they did it with NYPD. Stanley. They did it with PD because 
they 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 went by the the, uh, the current state city city budget. The one the two percent of what the city was giving them were from future revenues. Okay, I, I I talked to the police officers about it. I wanted to be sure before I even mentioned it. They only got the one because technically, when they looked at the books, that's what the city was a really afforded yeah, but, to give but it you, to them. But you basing you basing it on oh we gonna go to arbitration and transit just have to divulge their books. They don't. They 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 go well, do the yes, same. They do. They no, have they, to. No, they don't. They, yes, they no, do. they don't. Because you know what's gonna happen. Those books go reappear after arbitration. It's all it's all imaginary with them. But don't the, think that. This is this, this who is a, say they want to go. Who said what? Who say they want to go? Who they probably do want to go. Okay, well, because if we go because, back this time because right? you want to know what? If they show their books and they show the books that they want the arbitrator to see, because they the arbitrator could be like, it's more books. Transit could say, no, it's not. Well, and then he gonna take he he can judge on the on the on the validity of their, of their trust. Mem- member, he can, the TA, he can rule on that. The TA put out and paperwork that's what and you're said supposed to say. they only got two percent budgeted. So we could go to the table and be like, you know what? They was doing y'all a favor. We go get 2%. Understand this. We're a different type of union than the police department, number one. Okay? To run them, it, 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 they have to have a budget to run them. They cost money to run. We pay our own freight. We, if we don't come in, they don't make no money. So we if we, don't, if, if we don't come in here, transit don't MTA, get a dime. The, the MTA operates according to them, to their books, that they op- operate off a deficit. That's why they get money from the federal government. You okay. must understand that. Okay, and I and and we do, and as well as the arbitrator will understand that as well. Okay, so if they say that they don't have the money for these raises, we could we could end up getting one percent. But you got the you history, just had a CEO. History, you got a CEO alone. just 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 said publicly we got a six hundred and fifty million dollars surplus. Yeah, that's but, that's you, but you want to know what? But 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 this this is the, I didn't see that and I didn't hear. I that. seen yeah, it. And it. But but the, but that. but the thing is that. They want to give us zeros. They want to give us zero. They wanted to give us zero. They always want to give us zeros. They, no, no, no. They always keep, they, they, they try to keep their percentages at 2%. See, that's the thing. They keep saying, we keep it at 2%. They always budget 2% just for, for wages, their workers. Yeah. Yes, just for wages, that's, yeah. that, that, that's just but in their ra- budget. But they rather want to give us zeros. You but, can't come I mean, out of arbitration with less than the economic package that they offer. Uh, that's all I'm saying. It's, they it's, can't. It's they historical. can't. I've been telling We've you. have been to arbitration twice. It's yeah. historical within 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 the union, but it's not law. Listen, you, you, you can't come out of arbitration with less than the What's economic the package that's that they offered I'm because that's the evidence that you bring into the the arbitration panel, right? You um, you could ask for more because you, the union can make an argument that they got more money. So let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If that's true, why it do we settle true. out on any contract? We might as well take everything because to arbitration. Because you know why? No. Do you know we why we well settle take, every, everyone? No, well, Let me well, just say in this. Order to, in order to We've get to been arbitration, you've got to be at a stalemate. Yeah. You've got to be at a stalemate. It's yeah. called, yeah, an impact. You know, there's a process just, to get there. Yeah, but let me just say this over the years. is Over the years, the members always went with whatever they were told. Nobody educated themselves or read a book or nothing. When people started running around and talk, talking at every, okay, everybody just went with rumors. You, you know how, ma- how many rumors float around here and people be just believing on this job? Everybody don't read. They expect somebody else to read for them. What's the last two contracts that went to arbitration? 2009, right? And 2000, I mean, it was the one before that. 2009. Yeah, it was the issue of the, the raises for the end of the, uh, on the last year of the contract. What they wanted to hold it back from us, and and, and we won it. Now, 2009 contract went straight to arbitration, correct? No, it didn't. No, 
No, mm-hmm. no, we were negotiating. Right. The stock market fell in, mm-hmm. and they suspended negotiation. But we were at at the point ready to put signatures on those agreements. Not only that, right? and the uh, we they they agreed to go to arbitration. Yeah, and you know? and, and not only came out with the exact economic package. We, we exactly, exactly, and, and not only that, went to court after that mm-hmm. to uh, file an injunction, yep. saying that they didn't have money. Exactly, but it didn't happen, and they still lost. And they, still, they lost, and that's why Jay Walter threatened those layoffs to delict because exactly but he, wait, he waited for Samuelson to come in to, to activate those layoffs. <laughs> yeah, because, because yeah, that's that's all I'm saying. So raise. people are not being that's totally honest with people when they say we're going to lose everything. Well, that's it don't garbage. make well to me. That's bargaining to, in good to faith me, under to, the tail of To me, it don't make sense because I will let. This is chess. This thing checkers. So it's okay. not it's not yeah. hard it's not hard to get the arbitration if you play your chips right. Yeah. So why not why 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 even have a process of negotiating with them? You could take it to arbitration if you go get exactly what they offering or more. It don't make it's no sense. Better, it's better to get to arbitration. It's not easy. Let me to tell get you something. The the police officers also they didn't think that they was gonna get less. They believed in that when they took that one percent. They was all upset and mad because historically with them too. That never has happened. It never happened, yeah. And my question is this. Have you looked over the issue of, of their, their, leadership, their leadership lately? Maybe they're not as powerful as they used to be. Well, we not either. Okay. So why would you want to take us to arbitration? Okay, my point. <laughs> my, my, <laughs> no, 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 hold on. Let's be real. Because Samuelson isn't as strong as Pat Lynch. It's not an issue of, 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 the, of the, what you call it. It's not the issue of directly at 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 what you call it at at Samuelson. It's the issue of can can um TA pay more than what they claim that 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 they're trying to give us. But it's it's all with leadership too. I would yeah. rather have uh, Lynch representing us, maybe, maybe in an arbitration than Samuelson. There it's 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 all about leadership. That's it. It's all you argue this all not, the time. Yeah, and why and, would you want arbitration with Samuelson there? They go find a way to shit on him. Listen. I'll put it like this. I'd rather take a shot at at uh, arbitration than just to sit here and just not, you know, and no, not I want to go to arbitration. I want to go to arbitration too. So vote no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what I'm I mean, saying. I'm I just saying maybe on the second round of negotiations, maybe TA might say something. May might they may up it, but to just sit here and just take the first uh, uh, first offer. I just think it makes us look look weak. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Can't, can't, but you got to fight a little bit. You, you got to have a little fight in but you. But that's the thing. Said, yeah, Sam, if Samuelson would have fought and had more militancy within himself and did things right, we go strike, we go take a strike vote, it's maybe possible, we would have got more than 2.5%. Yeah. But you you got to think but, of what you just said. But there's no you look. said, what is he scared of? He's not scared of anything. He gets paid through international. That's right. So for him, it's exactly. not a loss. So <laughs> it's know? us. That, exactly. that, uh, that's what I'm referring to. But what are we being scared of? Well, I'll tell you. I'll Make tell you them they, do their job. You know, I'll we, tell you what they Put the pressure on his we, ass. We need a president where if he fell a contract and he get voted out, he could go back to his tools and got to work. <laughs> exactly. He got to be subjected to it. But he's not subjected to it, and that's the problem. You need somebody who's going to be subjective of what they do to the membership because you, when you get an older president and, he don't, and let's say he lose, he going to go retire. He ain't going to go back to his tools. What president ever went back to their tools? Not never. Because <laughs> they always, so, 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 always so, so, so what, what, what effort do they got to bargain, really? Nothing. 
Because if you get somebody young that still got 10, 15 years left in. 20 years. He go bargain hard. Yeah, because somebody, somebody like me, because you know what it is? It's just in me to go to come back and forth to work. So it's like. After I, I like after I would come down from the presidency, I would go back to my tools. I no, would, but I but the thing is it. that that's just. But me. the thing yeah, is that you ain't gonna go back to your tools knowing you delivered the fucked up contract. Oh no, hell no! No, not at all. Not only that, not only that, but you you did yourself like that. Right. Exactly. I screwed myself. So if I was Samuelson and I got us a dollar and change raise, and I'm the age I am now, thirty five. And I had to go back to my tools and make that an hour. No, I would be negative. pissed off. Pissed, exactly. <laughs> so somebody like me, knowing that I, knowing that I would go back to my tools for about another five or seven years, yo, I'm gonna come out with a bang. I'm coming out with the best contract I can. You know what I'm saying? Because don't get it twisted. There's presidents that came out with good contracts and lost. Because Roger beat who? Oh, he beat Willie James. Beat Willie, James. Willie James had a nice package, right? Yeah, but mm. it wasn't just that though. That that they were arguing over the issue of the health benefits trust. Right. There, no, no, there was a loan that was given to TA uh, of uh, twenty million, twenty-five million dollars. That uh, they argued later on. Oh, damn, my man, Amir uh, left. Uh, later on, when Roger got in, they argued to try to win to uh, get them to pay back the money, and and the union lost the case, and TA never paid back the money. Oh, that's how that. But but what I'm saying, a good contract doesn't guarantee you another year in presidency. No, it doesn't. (laughs) And it's it's real strange how this works. But look, it's about that time because this was. I like this show right here. I like this show, yeah, (laughs) because we have a bunch of opinions, and that's what it's about. Everybody just chiming in and giving what's and giving their opinion on what's really going on and their input. Yeah. No, we got to do two with the new guests because it wasn't fair. We got to bring them back by themselves. We could bring Ron and KJ back. We bring Vasquez back yeah. by and himself. And Khan's coming back too. Khan's gonna come back by himself. Yeah. Cause we wanna get we wanna get the people to know the individuals. You know what right. I'm saying? This True this indeed. was good right here. True indeed. So y'all could be y'all gotta catch up to Joe. Joe had about twenty eight shows. <laughs> y'all got a chance to catch up to Joe. All right, so let's go around the room. This is what we do at Progressive Action. We give everybody gives their final word for the night, you know, to end off the night. And basically, uh start with Joey. We're gonna start with Joey. Come on, Joey. Hit it out the park. Well, well folks, you know, you have to really read what you're 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 getting um you really Read your contract. Read what what's there because basically, when you really look at it, 2018 is basically when most of this stuff gets kicked in. Looking at the longevity pay, longevity, uh-huh. longevity pay, which is usually paid at the end of the year, right? Yeah, like the last paycheck in November, first in December. Yeah. So basically, we're gonna get the same one for 2017. We're not gonna get the kick in until. The, the end, end of 2018, basically, at the, the, the end of the contract. Right, the end of the contract, damn near. So, exactly. I mean, you got to really pay <laughs> attention to it. <laughs> You're only getting one payment before the contract is over. <laughs> but that's their point, though. Yeah. To look what I did for you lately. But there's no give backs. There's no give backs. <laughs> no give backs, right. There's no give backs. Oh, that gets a, oh, my goodness. All right, people, take care. <laughs> Daily. Okay, okay. In the stations department, right? For us, I know for the uh, the new cleaners, 
the package look attractive to y'all. Y'all y'all have to be around a little longer than some of us, and then for some of us that are, are in the higher with much more time, they have uh, we have issues of as far as uh, the issue with us is money. When as across the board, we all deserve more money because of the work that we do. So when you get your ballot, you look it over, vote with your heart, and what you think is the best thing for our department. Thank you. Joe? Yeah, this is a great show. Um, they get better and better, don't they? I think that um, I'm glad to see young people getting involved, taking a look at what's going on. Um, the same old style of bullshit that we used to get back in the past ain't working now. Social media has a lot of people talking behind the scenes. We don't have to be in the same room to talk anymore. So when they come with that salesman bullshit, we're already prepared for them. And um, you can see how the old style and the new style battles, they don't, they don't, um, they don't work together. So um, I'm happy to see everybody talking and everybody, you know, seeing through the BS, understanding that your base wage package is the foundation for everything. There are no such things as sweetness and there's no such things as, as enticements when your base pay sucks. And um, I do not vote on a contract based on, 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 on these temporary sweeteners. They're not going to do you any good. You need your base pay. You take your base pay with you forever. Take care, everybody. Have a good night. Thank you. All right, thank you. Come on, Ron. I just want to say to all the members out there, um, you know, we want to play play the blame game, and, and to, to 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 a big degree, it is uh, warranted. But you can't just blame uh, Samuelson and his administration. You can't just blame the union reps and the elected officials. You can't just blame, you know, the outside world. We have to take self accountability. If we want to see some change, it, it starts with us is that we have to hold ourselves accountable and we have to hold other members accountable as well. And we have to start coming to these meetings. We have to start being more proactive. We have to start getting more involved and, and, and stop putting our future in the hands of others, especially when we don't do our own research on the people on whose futures we're putting our hands into. I mean, they, uh, our future's in their hands of. So my word is just to become more involved, you know, um, get, get more in tune with your union, get more in tune to what's going on, whether it be progressive action, whoever it may be. But Become involved, become self-accountable, hold your other members accountable, and let's uh, let's move forward in the future. That's Take a good. Care. That's a good message, bro. Definitely a great message, Mr. Yeah. Lake. <laughs> yeah. Um, let me keep it real short and brief. Um, whether you're a rookie, a vet, old timer, whatever, um, never be afraid to uh, you know stand up and you know fight for something that's gonna better you and your position and. Always remember, um, don't, you know, don't have this mindset, you know, mainly I'm getting to the old timers right now. Don't have this mindset of, oh, I don't care about the people behind me because remember, you was once there. And don't forget, a lot of, you know, a lot of people are going to have kids and grandkids who are going to come behind them and take this job as well. So you're going to, you know, you're, you're leaving them, you know, with a, a hard fight to come into, you know. So with that said, you know, just... Never be afraid to stand up and fight. And, you know, also, it doesn't hurt to ask questions. You know, I go to these meetings and I look at these guys trying to sell these bullshit contracts. And, you know, the same people who, you know, I hear complain, you know, I look in their eyes and they don't say nothing. And they just sit there with fear. It's like, you know, show, you know, show a little bit of fight. And, you know, I'm going to just keep it at that. Don't be afraid because that's the reason why we're in this position now because they bank on our fear. Good message, bro. Great. Start off with 
I'll start off with uh, the members deserve better. And I'll also say, uh, if you don't stand for something, you fall for anything. Another old, another old saying is, a, is an old beatnik saying, uh, first thought, best thought. If your first thought on this, 5% uh, over 28 months stinks, I think you ought to stay with that thought. You, know, you ought to go with that thought. Your instincts, the instincts told you, your first instinct told you something is wrong with this. I think you're right. I think you should stick to it. I would encourage people to vote no. And I, uh, I would say, uh, don't put that ballot, just put it up on the mantelpiece and forget about it. Within the first couple of days, take that, back, take that, and then you go looking for it. Oh, the, the vote is in, you have to have it in the, the mail, and in the mail room by the union hall. By, no, you know how you're gonna vote, and I hope you vote no. You know, the first day or two, hit it off, make your no vote, seal it up, and put it in the local mailbox. Uh, all right. Um. I just want to end it off by saying, um, you know, this was a great show tonight. Everybody gave valid inputs and educational thought into um, this con disagreement here that we have before us. And basically, you know, we all know that this administration that we have sitting in office, they're basically not for us because there's a lot of incompetency and they, had, they, they don't have a lot of knowledge of what's, of what's going on and going back and forth. So basically, I'm saying uh, from my knowledge, in my gut, uh, basically, it's just it's a simple no vote. You know, um, basically, from reading everything that's in there and seeing what's in there, you know, basically, my pet peeve with these, these people when I see them at these shop gates is that they say that there's no givebacks. First of all, that's not life. Because in labor, you could be Roger Toussaint and Mike Quill rolled into one person, and there's still going to be concessions. There's no such thing. So for this guy here that never negotiated a contract in his life, and then he pull out his ass a contract and say there's no concessions, it's total bullshit, okay? There's nothing but concessions. It's still five years top pay, and always remember the health benefits was that the, the MTA downgraded the health benefits to a cheaper health care provider, and our last contract, we um, our percentage point went up a point, half a point. So basically they're getting money right there, the MTA. They're getting money right there, saving money, millions of dollars. Okay, still five years top pay, and basically when you talk about these things here, longevity pay and night shift differential, it doesn't kick in until next year. So that's money right there they're saving. The only thing they'd be paying us is a raise. Okay, so basically that's what I mean by say the bottom line, and there's a whole lot more stuff that we're going to continue to talk about as far as givebacks. But basically we've given these people back the world. We've given them back the world. That's my take on this. And they're only willing, and we're, and they're, and these people are only going to bring us back 2.5 percent. Like I said, in my 17 years, and all, and and it's been what three contracts, four contracts so far. I've never seen a wage point this low, because even when we got that zero back in 2002, again, just like Khan said, it was three and three. Okay, you know, so, so but basically, the bottom line is, folks, use your again. Here with progressive action, we got a vote no campaign. You know, I would suggest vote no. But also, but still, like John McCarthy said, take the time to read your wage package, whatever it is you get, and don't be afraid to ask questions. Come to progressive action. Bring people to progressive action. You know, even if it's more than RTO or Eric King's group, TW versus MTA, come online and ask questions. 
Don't be afraid because there are retirees there like John McCarthy. You got seasoned vets like Joey. You got um, uh, Joe Campbell, Joey Vasquez, and um, the bus operators at war, Staley. You got people, you know, even me, if I could answer something for you, I'll ask it. But don't be afraid because that's what it's about. You want to get the full answers and you want to get the, no matter what, you want to vote with knowledge. Don't vote with being in the dark. Okay, that's all I got to say. And make sure you get a ballot. I don't care what you do. Give them the correct address. Call them right now. Call them tomorrow and make sure you give them the correct address. Okay, because this is imperative and this is our futures here. This is your future. Don't take it like a take it seriously. All right, everybody. That's it. Um, I'm just going to say vote no. And that's it. Y'all have a good night. All right. Have a good night.